All right, here we go. Two lines to the bottom of Membez and Bez. Today's daf is daf Mem Gimel, 42b, all the way at the bottom. Rebbe Lezer says that it's also usher to have in one's possession on Pesach women's makeup. Okay? So the Gemara asks, Why are you thinking that all women's makeup has chametz? And Rashi says, Rashi gives examples of particular items of makeup that bear no chametz. So why are we giving this as kind of a blanket statement as if like all women's uh, all women's makeup you're not allowed to have it's not true not all women's makeup have chametz even the pastes of women the Jewish daughters the Jewish women top of today's daf once they start reaching the age of adulthood their, their body reaches puberty yet um, they, they, you know, their body is continuing to develop. So the 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 daughters of the poor people would remove it with sid. Sid is like a plaster. And the rich girls, the wealthy, uh, the the girls from the wealthier families. So they would use silas. They would remove it with a mixture made out of fine flour. If they were from, if they were princesses, they were the daughters of kings, they would use Shemen Hamar, which we find in the Megillah Esther, right? As the Gemara quotes the Pasuk in Esther, right? This is what Haggai would give all the young ladies to prepare them for Achashverosh. So you see that royalty, the daughters of kings, they use Shemen Hamar. Says Gemara, what is that? What exactly is Mar? My Shemen Hamar, Rebudabar Yermi Amar. Um, it is sitachas. Um, we're not sure exactly what sitachas is. Rabbi Yirmiya Baraba Omar Shemen Zayis, it's olive oil, shlei hevi shlish, that hasn't, the olives themselves weren't a third ripened. And if you squeeze oil out of olives that aren't a third ripened, you're going to get Shemen Hamar. And this is what they would use, the, the daughters of the kings would use to... Um, anoint themselves and to remove the unwanted body hair. Tanya, we learned in a brisa. Rebuda says, and pick and picknin shemen zayis And picknin is shemen zayis that didn't ripen. Okay, so says the Gemara. Why would the daughters of kings smear this on themselves? Because it removes hair. Right? It's like a hair removal. And it also is ma'adain. It is pleasant for the basar. It's pleasant for one's skin. Okay. Bottom line is that you see that there are particular items that girls use for makeup that contain chametz. Okay. Next piece of the mission. We said... We said this is the rule. Anything that comes from one of the grains, right, a mindogan, a grain, you're not allowed to own it on Pesach. It has the potential for chametz. Tanya, we learned in Abchaisa, Amr says, Once you tell me this general rule, so why do you have to need the whole first part of the Mishnah? What the whole first part of the Mishnah do? 
It gave us all these things that you're not allowed to own on Pesach, right? The 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 baker stuff, the the makeup, the the beer of Madai, the dip from Bavel, and then we say, here's the rule: anything that's got grain is a problem. Says the Gemara. So just tell me, anything that's got grain is a problem. You can leave out the whole first half of the Mishnah to get the kasha, right? So that we should know that these particular items have chametz in it. You should, some things have chametz and we don't even know it. So therefore, granted these things would truly be included in the Zahakal, and I would know from the Zahakal not to have it, but I wouldn't know that these things contain chametz in the first place. And therefore the Mishnah listed to let me know, by the way, be careful with makeup. Be careful with the beer. Be careful with the paste. Be careful with the the um, adhesive of the shoemaker, right? All these things, be careful about because it contains chametz you may not even know. There was a person from Eretz Yisrael who came to Bavel, and he had basar. He had meat with him. Omar lehu, karibuli mas chilta. Please serve me a dip. I want to, you know, I want some mustard. I want some barbecue sauce. I need, uh, I need something to, to uh, eat with my sandwich. Shama deka amre karibu lakutach, and they heard him say, "Please give me kutach kivan deshama kutach pirish." Once he heard the word kutach from the people who he asked it for, he said, "You know, I would like some, I would like some barbecue sauce." He figured they're going to serve him. Uh, you know, something that's appropriate. But over here, he brought meat. And as we learned earlier in the Mishnah, Kutach has a milk derivative in it. And Mamela, he knew to not eat it because now he's going to have an issue of Basar Bechalim. Okay. Gavaldik. Next piece of Mishnah. Hare Elu All these things, you're not going to be Chayev Kares, but you are Oiver. Okay? It is in Avera. Says the Gemara, Man Tana, who is the Tana who holds the Chomets dug on Gomor al Yedei Taruvis Venukshe Be'ene Belav? Let's explain. This is going to take us a minute or two. All right? So, if the Mishnah says that these things listed, you're Chayav on. You're Chayav. Whenever you find the word Chayav, that means it's Osrami Darais. It's a biblical transgression. If it's putter, the word putter means it's usher derabbanan. Putter means you don't need to bring a carbon, but it's still usher. It's still forbidden rabbinically. If I find the word chayev, that means it's a biblical transgression. So, dagon gomor ayedei taruvis is one of the cases, which is that when you have complete grain and it's chametz, but it's there through a mixture. Okay? So it kind of got mixed in. For example, well, you know, in our Mishnah, we spoke about um, uh, Kutach HaBavli. Right? Kutach HaBavli has chametz mixed in, but it's not noticeable. Not noticeable. The beer was the same way. The barley kernels, that would be noticeable, but it's, if it's mixed into a thicker thing, then it's not going to be... Now, let me ask you a question. If I have chametz inside of a dip or I have chametz inside of a barley 
So it's mixed in. And not only is it mixed in, so I can't see it, but it's still an added positive ingredient. The chametz is a positive ingredient for the mixture. Nachon? You get it? It's bread. That's the case of Dagon Gomor Ayyadei Tarumis. It's complete Dagon, it's complete chametz, except it's not noticeable because now it's inside of a mixture. Okay? So that's Osir Midarais. The next case is called Chometz Nuksha. Very important word for Hilchas Pesach. Okay? Nuksha Be'ine means that the Chometz is there, however, it is a, uh, it's Nuksha. It's like spoiled. It's a bad thing. All right? For example, any, um, any, when you look through the Star K Guide or the OU or the Blumenkrantz book, for Pesach, and they have a whole list of which makeups are recommended and which ones are not recommended. Let me ask you a question. Are any one of these makeups Are any of these makeups fit for a dog to eat? Nothing to talk about. Of course not. Right? So Lamaisa, a lot of it, now, some of it is a problem and some of it is an issue because there are certain items that although they're not roi lachilas kelev now, although they're not fit for a dog to now, and therefore it's not considered chametz, not considered food. If you, if you, I'm sure there's a better word for this, but if you take it apart, you can reconstitute it to being chametz. Like for example, cologne and perfume that has alcohol in it. So you say nobody's going to drink that, right? But interestingly, alcoholics know how to get the alcohol out of it. And it can go back to being weed alcohol. And now, even though right now it's in a it's in a perfume or a cologne mixture, you might have a problem. Okay, that's another issue. But but the bottom line for our Gemara to make a to make a long story long is that nuksha be'ine nuksha chametz nuksha, which is like ruined chametz uh, makeup. You're not having any sort of positive flavor come out of it. But we're still saying it's usher to own it on Pesach. So that's the Gemara's question here. Here we go. Who is the Tana who says that when you have chametz that's completely mixed in and you can't see it, or if you have chametz nuksha, belav, it's still going to be a lav in the Torah to own these things on Pesach. Om Rav Yudam Rav. Yudam says name of Rav. Rav Meher, it's Rav Meher. The Tana we learned through Braisa. Seor Yisarev. When you have Seor, we're going to translate Seor as yeast or leaven. You got to burn it. And you're allowed to give it to your dog on Pesach. But if a person himself eats it, it's going to be a chi of Malchus. You're going to be chi of Malchus. You're only chi of Malchus um, if, um, if it's uh, going to be Usr. Okay? It's also Daraisa. It's going to be a lav. Or you get a, a Malchus when you transgress a lav. So if a mayor says you're chi of. Malchus, it must be, he holds that these things, even though you're not going to eat them right now, you can st- it's still uh, an Avera. Says, I don't stand. This in and of itself is a question. Amrit, say, are you sorry? First, you said you got to burn the leaven. Alma, also about not. Now, if you got to burn it, that means you're not allowed to benefit from it at all. But then you said, nice, you're allowed to give it to your dog. That's called benefit. Alma, Mutrabana. You see, it is permitted to benefit. I don't understand. You gotta bur- Do I got to burn it? Or can I feed it to my dog? Says, Gwar, Hoki, Kamar. 
This is what the Bryson means. Say are you sorry if the Rabbi Meir, the Rabbi Meir, the Rabbi Yehuda, the Rabbi Yehuda. Oh, makes a lot of sense, right? <laughs> so it says the Gemara like this. The, the, the yeast or leaven needs to be burnt. That's referring to the yeast of Rabbi, of Rabbi Meir in Shitas Rabbi Meir and the yeast of Rabbi Yehuda according to the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda. Now, Rabbi Yehuda have a machloikas as to when something is considered chametz. At what stage is something considered chametz? We're going to learn this later on in a few blat Hashem. But when does something become leaven? When does something have the status of yeast? Now, don't picture our instant yeast that we have nowadays, right? Our instant yeast that we have nowadays is not the yeast of the Tyra. The sayer of the Tyra is they would take dough, they would make, they would allow the dough to grow. I don't know if they call it moldy or whatever, but they would allow this dough. The, the dough itself became like sourdough. It became like a, it itself became like a leaven, okay, a chimut. And then they would take pieces of this sourdough and add it to other doughs to help it rise. So it was like an old dough. And the question is, at what point is this, does this, does a old dough take on the status of sayer, take on the status of yeast. So there's a machlekas, whether you could look at the surface of it, and once the surface of it becomes white, then it's considered sayer, or do you need to start for waiting for cracks in the dough? That's the other opinion. So that's the machlekas, Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda, okay? Um, Reb Yehuda holds you need the cracks, Reb Meir holds it has to look white. So says the Gemara, again, I'm going to read that line, sayer yisare after Reb Meir, the Reb Meir, the... the, the Yeast needs to be burnt if it's yeast in Reb Meir's opinion. Because according to Reb Yehuda, that's not called yeast yet. It's not called Seir yet because according to Reb Yehuda, you have a longer time. You could, you it's not as soon as it becomes white, but it's when it, once it starts cracking. And Reb Yehuda needs to be burnt the feet of Reb Yehuda. And then Venaisa the Vikabu, what do you mean you give it to his dog? The Rebbe Meir, the Rebbe Yehuda. Rebbe Meir's type of Seir. You're uh, according to Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, so now it's still mutter to get hanafra, okay? Because even though here's the big chiddush over here that you need uh, understanding, and this needs Rashi and Taisvis to help us understand this Gemara, but here's the here's the to put it in one sentence. Although Rabbi Yehuda holds that Seir only has the name of Seir when it has a crack, he'll agree that midrabbanon you should not use it even if it's white on top, okay? So even if it's not yet sayer for Rabbi Yehuda, he'll agree, however, he'll say you can't use Midrabanon, but you're allowed to benefit from it still. Because you're allowed to benefit from something else from Midrabanon. Again, Rabbi Yehuda holds something becomes sayer once it starts cracking. Just because it's white on top does not make it sayer. However, Rabbi Yehuda does agree that if it's white on top, it's also Midrabanon. Now let's think about this. If something is Asr Midr Abbanon, is it permitted to benefit? Yes. It's only Asr to benefit when it's Asr Dairaisa, right? So let's take a case. I have Sayar that's white on top. Am I allowed to benefit according to Rabbi Yehuda? Yes. Because it's only Asr Midr Abbanon. So according to Rabbi Yehuda, if you have the Sayar of Rabbi Meir, which means it's only white on top. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you can still feed it to your dog. Right? 
because only us are mid That's how you read this. And a person who, um, and in the, the third halach of the Mishnah, that person who eats it is Chayav Kareis, that's a son of Meir, that's following Shitas Rav Meir, because Rav Meir held that in this case, where as soon as it became white on top, it was already Asr Midaraisa. And since according to Rav Meir, it was already Asr Midaraisa. So according to him, you're going to be Chayav Malkus. Okay? So let's just say this halacha clearly. Let's say this halacha clearly outside. Let's say I have a Sayar. We're going to translate Sayar as yeast that got white on top and does not yet have cracks. What am I allowed to do with this? Bottom line, at this stage of our Gemara, bottom line. So it's very simple. I have Sayar, white, no cracks yet. According to Rabbi Meir, it's already Asr Midaraisa. And if I benefit from it, I'm Chayav Malkus. I can't even feed it to my dog. Because it's according to him, it's also Daraisa. Clear? Yeah, ask, uh, if there's any questions, let's ask. According to Rabbi Yehuda, who holds it's not yet also Midaraisa, because it didn't develop cracks in the dough yet, in the yeast, you still would be allowed to feed it to your dog. That's it. All right, here we go. According to this, it comes out that Chomet's Nuksha is Aser Mide Oiraisa, right? Because he holds that Chomet's Nuksha, even if it's not uh, completely, right? It's not completely Seyar. It didn't start developing cracks in it. According to him, uh, since anything that it's, it's noticeable that it became Seyar, it's already Aser Mida Oiraisa. Why should Chomet's dog and Gomor Al Yedei Taruvis? Now, if he's going to hold that, that's going to be Aser Mida Oiraisa. The Koshke and Chomet's dog and Gomor certainly complete Chomet's that's mixed in Al Yedei Taruvis is going to be Aser Mida Oiraisa. Memela, what are we coming out from here? We said we asked in the beginning of the Gemara, Man Tana, who was the Tana that holds Chomet's Gomor Al Yedei Taruvis? Is Aser. The answer is Rabbi Meir. Because you see that when you have Chomets Gomer, you have full Chomets that's mixed into a uh, mixture, even if it's Chomets Nuksha. It's going to be Aser, Mida, Oiraisa, period. Okay. So one opinion is that the Tana is Rabbi Meir. Now we're going to try to say that perhaps it's a different Tana. Reb Nachman, Reb Nachman says, no, the Tana is not necessarily Reb Meir, it's Reb Eliezer. He, the Tanya, we learned in Ebrisa, al Chomet, Dug and Gomer, Onish Kari, is a person who eats full-fledged Chomet. Yerchayv Kari, is Ali Ruvay but if it's Me'urav, if it's mixed together, and it's not straight Chomet, it's now into, we'll call it a Kutach, yeah? It's now mixed into a dip. Like the case of our Mishnah, so, it's going to be Aser midai raisa, but not chayav karis. So if I eat straight chametz, karis. If I eat a mixture of chametz, it's a lav. Divi Rebbe Liazer. V'chomer m'nachom say a chametz dug and gomer on his karis. If it's chametz dug and if it's complete dug and gomer, then you get karis. Ali ruvay beloid kolon. But if it's mixed together, guess what? There's no. It's not even a lav. Now it's usher to eat, but it's not a lav. So you're not going to get malchus. So you see, Rabbi Lazar says, Rabbi Lazar says, 
And if that's a love, certainly chametz nuksha. Because chametz nuksha is certainly something that's chametz nuksha, that spoiled chametz is going to be a love. So you see, Rebbe Eliezer can be the Tana of our Mishnah who holds that if a person eats this chametz mixture, you're going to be usher with a love. Okay. So here, what do we have so far? We have Rabbi Yehuda telling us that the Tana of our Mishnah is Rabbi Meir. And you have Rabbi Nachman telling us that the Tana of our Mishnah is Rabbi Eliezer. Now ask the Gemara, the Rabbi Nachman, according to Rabbi Nachman, who told us the Tana of our Mishnah is Rabbi Eliezer. My time of Yehuda. Why doesn't he, he say Rabbi Yehuda's vart showing us that Rabbi Meir is the Tana? Rabbi Nachman is going to say, Doma Adkan Lekomer Rabbi Meir Hosim Al Maybe the homachmaikas between Rav Meir um, about when something becomes a sayer, that's only talking about nuksha be'ine. That's it's there. There's no you know this this uh, dough that we allowed to sit and become a yeast is alone, right? It's it stands by itself. So maybe over there specifically, are you going to be over alive? You're sitting there and eating this thing only and directly. But maybe, but maybe Rabbi Meir will hold that once it's in a mixture, it's not necessarily a love. Rabbi Yudu says that the Tanner is Rabbi Meir, not Rabbi Eliezer. Why doesn't he agree with Rabbi Nachman? Rabbi Yudu is going to say, Alkan like Kama, Rabbi Eliezer, Hosom, Elohamaz Dag and Gomra, Ide Taruvis. But maybe by Nuksha when something is standing by itself, this, Sayar, maybe he never said that, in other words, you have no proof that the same thing is going to apply. Again, why? The same Svara. Because the whole halacha of Rabbi Yezer was dealing specifically with a mixture. Specifically when Chomets gets mixed into something. The discussion between uh, the, the Machoikas earlier, between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Uda, about at what point the the uh, se- dough takes the status of sayar, that has nothing to do with the taruvas. That has to do with the halacha of dough, and therefore same same back and forth. Just because you have machlekas about what's considered sayar does not necessarily mean that you hold the similar thing when it comes to mixtures of chametz. Tani Kabasi of Yehuda with a brisa that seems to imply, like Reb Yehuda, kol machmetzas leisechelu. Any chametz, you're not allowed to eat. The rabbis kuta chabavli v'sheicher amoda v'chametz adaimi v'zisum hamitzri. All these things we listed in the Mishnah are aser. Yochalai may think a yonish kares if you eat your chayiv kares, even though it's a mixture. Talmud Leimar, no, the pasuk says ki kol oichel chametz directly, specifically only if you eat straight up chametz v'nechos say yichayiv kares. A chametz dug and gomer onish kares while iruva belav. If you eat a mixture of chametz, it's I'm going to say only a lav, even though it's it's still also midaraisa, but you're going to be chayav on a lav, you're not going to be chayav karis. So, how's this showing me a proof to Rabbi Yehuda? Because man shamas le'idamar ali ruve belav. Who was the one who said that when you have a mixture, you're still chayav a lav? Rabbi Yehazar. Be'ilu nuksha b'inei le'kamar. He left out chametz nuksha. Shmamina nuksha le'Rabbi Yehazar. Lastly, Rabbi Yehazar only holds of mixtures being a lav. He doesn't hold of Chometz Nuksha being a lav. Hence, this Brisa seems to be following the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda 
that the Tana is Reb Meir as opposed to Rabbi Nachman that the Tana is Rabbi Eliezer. Okay. Fine. So now that we went through the back and forth, who's the Tana? Why do we hold he's the Tana? Now the Gemara is going to get a little deeper into why they argue in the first place. What is this whole discussion? What is this whole back and forth about dough um, that becomes sayar, chametz nuksha? So it has a you know it's it's something that started getting ruined. It's a lav. What about a taruvis if something mixed together? What's the whole source that a mixture should be different, right? Well, let's get into the the background, the nitty gritty of this whole machleka. So let's go. How does Rebbe Leizer hold that a mixture of chametz is a lav? Any chametz not allowed to eat. Ihachi, but if you're not allowed to eat it, kares nami lechayev. If you're not allowed to eat it, you should also be chayev kares. If the Torah is letting me know you can't eat any mixture, right? What does it say? Kol machmetzes. So anything with chametz. Loisay chelu. So why are you saying you're only chayev on a lav? You should be chayev mamish like you're eating chametz gomer. The hoksiv ki kol eichel machmetzes v'nechusa. Oh. Because the Pasuk also says, only if you eat straight up chametz, you're going to be mechayev karis. So, if you're only chayev karis, maybe the same thing applies to a lav. In other words, how do you know, ki kol eichel chametz v'nechrasa, the same way the chametz by karis is, uh, I'm sorry, the same way chametz by kol machmetz, that word chametz included any type of chametz, Maybe also when we say kikol eichel machmetzas v'nichrasa, maybe the machmetzas over there is referring to even a mixture, and I should be chayav kares even on a mixture. Answer the Gemara: Humi No, because there's a different halacha from the following brayz. I learned that from those words. Um, when it says kol machmetzas leisachelu, I only know chametz that became chametz by itself because we allowed that thing. Itself to sit. What about if something became chametz because of something else? Yeah, you threw in yeast. How do you know your chayav chametz over there? Anything that became chametz, okay? And um, the the halach is going to be that your chayav karis on eating straight up chametz, even if that straight up chametz only became chametz through an outside force, through a yeast. But to tell me that your that your chayev karis on a mixture that we don't have a source says the Gemara If so, the lav nami If it's true that uh, uh, a mixture is not included in karis, so why don't we say the same thing? If it's not included in karis, it shouldn't be included in a lav, even if it's a mixture. Rather, the reason for Rebbe is because it says kol machmetzes loisaychelu. Since says kol, since he uses the word all. All anything that's chametz, you're not allowed to eat. Memela, that's how I know that even mixtures are going to be also. Says the Gemara, Hasam Nami Haksiv Kol. But even when it says Kol Eichel Machmetzes, Benichrasa, that also uses the word Kol, and that seems to imply any type of chametz, even a mixture, you should get karis. If you're going to tell me that it says Kol Machmetzes Leisaychelu, means even a mixture of chametz, because any chametz. Any chametz, right? It's a lot. Well, if kol includes any chametz, it also says kol by kares. So I shouldn't only be chayev kares by straight up chametz. I should even be chayev kares by a chametz mixture. Answers the Gemara. Homi the rabbi says No, the kol 
all who eat uh, the all is not referring to all chametz. Rather, it says ki kol oichel. It's referring to the eater, not the eaty. Yeah, <laughs> it's referring to the one eating, not the not the thing that's being eaten. And memela, it's coming to include that even a woman who eats chametz on Pesach is going to be chayav karis. Says the Gemara, "Lenoshem midravuda Omar Omar Rav Novka." But women, we don't need the word. We, we don't need to learn out that women are chayav kares from kikol oichel machmetzas v'nichos. So we don't need a pasuk. Why not? Because we already learned it out from Yehuda Marav. The Amar of Yehuda Marav, Yehuda Marav tells us v'chein turned to be Bishmol. Soon they learned to be smashed from Bishmol. Amar Kra says the pasuk isha isha kiyas v'kochatis adam man or woman who does any of these averes. Which uh, an Avera in the Torah lost the place. I'm sorry. You see, the Torah gives a general categorical uh, connection between men and women, and if something is is a negative transgression, is a love, whether it's a man, whether it's a woman, it's going to be usher. Okay. Now think about this: When are men and women different when it comes to mitzvahs? By time bound positive commandments whenever the Torah says don't do something are women not obligated no women are always women are obligated in every love in the Torah the same way a man is the Torah says don't do something that means a man can't do it and a woman can't do it from a man or woman who does any chatas any love it's included the only difference between men and women when it comes to mitzvahs is time-bound positive commandments. If it doesn't fall under that category, men and women are all the same. So why do you need, ask the Gemara, a pasuk of, oh, it says, Kikol oichel machmetzes anybody who eats straight up chametzes chayev kares, including women, Ko, anybody, including women. Why do you got to include women? Of course women are included. The Torah was given to men and women. I don't need a pasuk telling me that a woman gets the same... Uh, is in the same status as a man when it comes to a of Kari's? Says Gemara Itchrich. No, I still need Kikol Eichel Machmetzes Venichrosa to apply to women. Why? Top of Omud Beis. Here we go. So, I would have thought to say, Since it says you shouldn't eat Chomets, rather, I'm going to give you a positive commandment. You should eat Matzah. Instead, I would say, oh, one second. So the whole negative commandment of chametz is connected to the time-bound positive commandment of matzah. And I would think, whoever's obligated to eat matzah, is also, only such a person is going to be high of the love of kares. But these women, since they're not in the commandment of get up and eat matzah, why? Why? Because it's a time-bound positive mitzvah. Since the Torah put the negative transgression together with the positive. And says like this. You shall not eat chametz, rather you shall eat matzah. I'll say one second. Oh, only somebody who's mechoyiv to eat the time-bound matzah has a, has a lav. And women seemingly from the Torah are, even though in general they're in the same category, but over here they seem to be excluded. And therefore it says, That's why it says, anybody that has to include a woman, because that, that, that's good to them. I, the question was, 
Why do you got to include women? Women are always included. The answer is no, because there's a pasuk here that seems to imply otherwise. By matzah in particular, so kol is letting me know that women taka are also chayav in karis. Now, we're going to have a gishmaka gemara now. Listen to this. Very logical. Very logical gemara. As my Rebbe used to say, finger off the plots, keep the finger on the place, and let's talk outside. Yeah? Let's talk outside the gemara. I would have thought, what? I would have thought that a woman is not high of courage. Because since the end of the Pasuk says that there's a chi of matzah, I would have thought that only somebody who is mechoyev to eat matzah has a chi of kares if you eat chametz. That's what I would have thought. Kamash malon not. Kamash malon, meaning the chiddush is that really a woman is chai of kares. So now let's look back at this pasuk. Outside, let's talk this outside. The pasuk is now saying, Lo sochal alav chametz shivas yamim, men and women should both not eat chametz for seven days, and they're both chayav kare. So the first part of the Pasuk is talking about men and women. And then it says, Shivas yamim matzis. For seven days you should eat matzah. If the first part of the Pasuk is now referring to women, the second part of the Pasuk should also be. And if a woman's going to be chayav kares, shouldn't we now assume that she's also chayav in matzah? She also has, even though it's a time-bound mitzvah. Shouldn't we also assume that she's chayv matzah? Let's go through this. Now that we say that a woman's included in kares, if she's chametz, it's rabbi nami lachilas matzah. So we say she's mechayv matzah. Rabbi Lazar, Dama Rabbi Lazar, Nashim chayvut bechilas matzah v'atayra. Rabbi Lazar holds that a woman tak is chayv to eat matzah on Pesach. She never lays seichal of chametz. You should not eat chametz with it. Kol sheyashav al teichal chametz yashav achilas matzah. Anybody who's included in not eating chametz is takachayev in matzah. Hani nashinami. See now, women also. Since they're included in the pasuk of you cannot eat chametz, yeshnon v'komach matzah. They should now have the chiyuv of matzah. Very good. And women taka are going to be chayev in eating matzah at the Pesach seder. Says the Gemara, my chaz the high caller, Rubin Hashem Bafiki Ruba. How do you know the word kol is coming to include women in the chiyuv kares? As opposed to including any mixture in the chiyav kares, maybe the the call is coming to include a mixture of chametz and it's not coming to include women. Says Lachora, when we're talking about those eating, it's referring to the eater, okay? Because it says kol eichel, all who eat. Chametz doesn't eat. Mixtures don't eat. Women eat, okay? So. If we're dealing with the Pasuk referring to the eater, why would we think that it's coming to include the ED, right? Why would we think it's coming to include the taruvis that's being eaten? Maskifla, Rav Nasan Abuadah, Rav Huna. Rav Nasan, son Rav Huna, asked a strong question to Rav Huna. Whenever the Pasuk's referring to the person eating, it can't be referring to the food? That's not true. Now again, remember, what were the words of the Pasuk? Ki kol eichel chametz. 
all who eat chametz get chayav karis. That seems to be referring to the gavra, not the chavza. It's referring to the person, not the item. All who eat. The word kol, what do we just explain, is referring to all who eat. So that it makes more sense, referring to even a woman as opposed to the thing being eaten. Says Gemara, but is that always a true, um, a true premise that every time it uh, it uh, something's referring to Eichlin, the eater, it's not including the thing being eaten. About Tanya, but we learned in the Brayso. Anybody who eats forbidden fats from an animal that's brought on the mizbeach is chayav karis. In the yalla chayav to mimim sheroyli karis. I only know that if you eat the chayav of a Kosher carbon. There's a chayev kares. Any other chayev to you? Shorei the karet. Your chayev kares. Chayev balei mumim minayin. How do I know that even the chayev of a balmum that's not fit for the mizbeach? How do I know as well that it's included in the same iser where there's an iser chayev and an iser carbon? Tamar leimar min habehema from the animal chayev chulam minayin from any animal. Says the Gemara. What about chayev chulam? What about for forbidden fats of a non-holy animal? How do you know that's also a problem? Because of anything. You see over here where we're referring to the person getting curries. You're going to get curries if you eat the chalim. You're going to get curries if you eat the chalim. But what is the word kol including? Is it including another type of person? No. It's including other type of chaylev. That even if I eat chaylev chulun, I'm chayev karis. So you see, you can have a word kol, which seemingly is referring to the eater, but the taira, the drasha, learned from the taira, can still be referring to the food as opposed to the person. Answers the Gemara. There's nobody else to include. So if there's no other people to include, then you include food. But over here, where there are more people to include, for example, women. Right, because um, women seemingly were excluded already because it's next to the chi of, uh, the, of achilas matzah, and we thought women weren't obligated to matzah. So, since women were excluded, you're not going to push aside a potential drusha to include the eater, the gavra, and instead include the chetzah, and instead include the food. So, basically, here's the rule. Here's the rule. Bottom line for right now, and that is. If you ever have a, a drasha to make from a pasuk, just take a quick step back and get an overview. If you ever have a word to make a drasha from, and the gist of the pasuk seems to be referring to the person doing the avera, as opposed to the item the avera is being done with, if you find the word kol, it's going to come and include more people in the iser. However, if every Jewish person is already included in the Isser, and I know that everybody is not allowed to do this already, so then the word kol can even apply to additional food. But as long as, but to go back, as long as more people to include, the word kol will include the person, will include the gavra, as opposed to including the chavz, period. Okay. That's the end of that particular uh, limud, that particular concept. Let's go back to our machlekes. Rabbanon the less lehu iruv 
call loy darshi. According to the Rabbanon, who hold that to eat a mixture of chametz is only midrabbanon. The Rabbanon, the rabbis, do not agree with Rabbi Eliezer that a mixture is also midaraisa. They don't agree with him. They don't agree that the word kol is including chametz mixtures. So ask the Gemara, so what is the word kol coming to include? If a chametz mixture is taka not asr midaraisa, lefi you the chachamim, so what is the word kol? Verabonon, let's read that again. Verabonon, the last lehu iruv kol loy darshi. The Rabbanon don't agree that the word is called, is coming to include Eruv. Say, how do they know to include women? How do they know that women are going to be usher in the Chiyav Chomets that you're going, that they get curries? Says Gemara, Kol Wai Darshi, Ki Kol Darshi. Yeah, they don't make a drosha of Kol, but they'll make a drosha from the extra word of key because any okay because any person who eats chametz gets curries that's referring to the people according now that we know you can make a drasha from key call and not only from call so let rabbis make two drushes let learn out from the word call that women are high of curries and learn out from the word kikol to include a mixture like the chachamim. The chitim, and if you're going to say that Rebbe Lezer does not agree, you can make a drasha from ki. The chitim, a kikol, Rebbe Lezer, like darif. He says there's no such thing as making that added drasha. It's not true. We'll show you elsewhere. Rebbe Lezer holds it is a drasha. The Vatana, we learned it in elsewhere. Sa'ar bal takrivu, bal taktiru. When you have sa'ar, yeast, bal taktiru. You're not allowed to be maktiri. You're not allowed to burn it on the Mizbeach to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I only know that you can't burn yeast itself, by itself. How do I know you can't even burn part of chametz, part of a yeast? Talmud Laimar, kol. Yeah, it says any, any part of it. All, all parts, any part of it, you're going to be chay. What? How do I know that if your chametz is mixed in something else, it's still not fit for the mizbeach. Whatever that thing, whatever thing has chametz, can't be part of the mizbeach. Talmud loymar ki kol, ki kol. Now man shamas lay the the darish kol. Who's the one who says that you make a drasha of kol? It's Rabbi Eliezer. Because darish ki kol, and this brisa which allows me to which which makes a drasha from the word kol to tell me that no chametz could be burnt on the mizbeach. Is also making a drasha of ki kol. So you see that if Rabbi Yazar agrees with a drasha of kol, he should agree with the drasha of ki kol. Answers the Gemara Kasha. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't have a strong answer for you, but Lamaiza, we are sticking to our guns. We're not backing out. Okay? We're not backing out of this answer. Period. Okay. Let's just get started on the next Gemara so we can touch tomorrow's daf. Here we go. It's a, it's a little bit of a new discussion. But it's, uh, it's interesting, and it'll move, it'll move pretty quick. And basically, let's just introduce this for one moment, and that is as follows. 
we just mentioned in the Brisa, the same way we're not allowed to eat chametz on Pesach, no chametz was ever allowed to touch the Mizbeach. Year-round. Okay? Year-round. Any carbon, any carb that, um, I shouldn't say any carb, not necessarily true, not necessarily true. But the, the carbonus that we're talking about, particularly a carbon mincha, um, was not allowed to have any sort of chimutz, any sort of leavening happen within it. We're now going to focus on that halacha, okay? So let's start, and let's just, we'll touch on tomorrow's daf. Could be we'll pick up from here tomorrow. Anyway, but let's finish up. Any iser in the Torah ain't heter mitzarif iser. The halacha is that a heter is not mitzarif to the iser. Chutz me isurei nazir, except from isurei nazir shari amra Torah mishras. The Torah gives a specific word referring to mishras, where two things become combined. Okay, very interesting halacha, and let's talk about this, uh, introduce this for a moment. Okay. What happens if a person eats a half a kezayis of bacon and a half a kezayis of kosher hot dog? You ate a kezayis altogether. You ate a kezayis altogether. But what is the halacha if it's only a half a kezayis of iser and a half a kezayis of heter. So, Rabbi Avo quotes Rabbi Yechinon to say, by any iser midairaisa, ain heter misarif iser. It's not an avera. It's not an avera. It's an avera, but you're not going to get the consequence. Okay? You're not going to get the malchus, because the, practically speaking, I only ate a half a kezayis of iser, even though it became a mixture. So what's the rule? If you ever have permitted foods, forbidden foods, and they combined, they add up to a kezayis, you're not going to get punished. But there's an exception. A surei nazir, something that's usher for a nazir to eat. Okay? Um, if a nazir eats... Um, Grapes with plums. Okay? He's not allowed to eat grapes. But he's uh, he ate it together. And together it added up to the kezayis. Even though Lamaisa he didn't eat a kezayis of grapes, he's still going to be chayev. Okay? Now the example Rashi gives particularly is if he eat bread with the grape. That's Rashi's example. Eat a half a gazayas of bread and a half a gazayas of grape. The nazir will get malchus for eating that. Why? Because there's a specific word by Hochas nazir when it says you're not even allowed to eat mishras. Mishras means you can't eat the item itself and you can't eat any substance that has this item inside of it. Which seems to imply if I have bread with grape inside of it, that's also included in the iser. Okay? Ziiri, Uziiri Amar. Ziiri says, Af se'ar bal taktiru. Even, you're even going to be chayav, when the Torah says, do not burn 
sa'ar leaven yeast on the mizbeach. Also, if you mix yeast with something else, it's also going to be uh, it's also going to be usher. So let's say on the mizbeach, I burnt a half a kazayas of chimutz with a half a kazayas of matzah. I'm also going to be chayev. That's the machlekes. Okay. So again, what do we have so far? We have a, a, a new a, a new discussion. Let, let's say this outside. Rebavo quoting Rav Nachman to say, by any iser midairaisa, for me to be chayev on eating it, I have to eat a kazayas of iser. It can't be a half a kazayas of iser in a mixture. There's an exception to this, and that is a nazir. If a nazir eats a half a kazayas of grapes with half a kazayas of bread, takachayev, Ziri says the same, this, uh, the same thing would hold true, the same chumra, stringency, holds true if I burn yeast on the mezbeach. If, even if I burnt a half a kazayas of sa'ar on the mezbeach, if it's mixed with something else, I'm also going to be chayev. Says the Gemara, Keman, who's Ziri holds it's on the mezbeach? Right, this is where it connects back to our Gemara. Who's he holding like Rebbe Leazar, the Darish Kol? If he's holding like Rebbe Leazar, who makes the drasha of Kol, that even a mixture is going to be Chayav Iyachi, if that's true, top of tomorrow's daf, the Enyi Chametz Bepesach Nami. Ziri shouldn't have only said, oh, you know when else you're Chayav? Not only on the Mizbeach, you're also going to be Chayav. If you eat a half a kazayas of Chametz with a half a kazayas of Matzah on Pesach, even there you're going to be Chayav. Why did Ziri leave that out? Ziri, who includes the Iser, it's Aser to burn Chametz on the Mizbeach. A half a Gazayis, if it's in a mixture, if he's learning it out from the same source as Rebbe Liezer, he should have included even Chametz on Pesach. You know when else you're Chayef reading a mixture when it's less than a Gazayis? If I have a half a Gazayis of Chametz and I eat it with a half a Gazayis of Matzah, now I ate a total Gazayis, even there I should be Chayef. Answers the Gemara last step for today. Enochanami. Yeah. Ziri should have said that. You're right. But Ziri only mentioned the case of the Mizbeach because he wanted specifically to go in, in the opposite direction to exclude the Allah of Abaye. The Omar Abaye holds. Yeshak Tar Lepachas Mikazayas. Abaye holds you're even allowed to burn something that's less than a Kazayas. Abaye holds that even less than a Kazayas on the Mizbeach, it itself is an Aver. Kamash Malan, therefore Ziri is just letting us know there. That yes, I have a chumra on the mizbeach of a half a kezayis chametz with a half a kezayis of matzah, that would be an issue, but you need a full kezayis to be chayiv. As opposed to Abaye, Abaye holds that a half a kezayis itself is chayiv. Ziri is letting us know that that's taken not true. A half a kezayis on the mizbeach, you're not chayiv. However, a mixture of a full kezayis, then you're going to be chayiv. So the Gemara is answering, the Gemara's kasha was, I let Ziri include chametz. Basically, the answer is, you're right, he does. But he just didn't mention it because he had a whole different agenda here. His agenda was to exclude Abayi's halacha. Abayi held that even less than Kazayis on the Zbeach is an issue. Ziri is letting us know that, you know, you need a full halacha, you need a full Kazayis on top of the Mizbeach in order to be Chayev. And we'll hold it here for today. And we'll pick up from Yosef Rabdimi, Bez Hashem, fourth line of Memdal Ramad Aleph, tomorrow at 7.30. Have a wonderful, wonderful week.